Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Finally. Wouldn't, wouldn't he be considered the better half? Other half. <laughs> Terry Ridley. Yeah, man. <laughs> and Brother Curtis Winkle. Hello, good morning. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for joining us. And, and so today what we plan to talk about is leadership in the home. And we have three husbands here. Yay. I know. We are outnumbered, but that's That's okay. We can handle it. Yes, and Amanda has our back in prayer. Of course she does. Where she is. There we go. And we're just going to dive right in here because I know this is just a great topic that you guys just really want to talk about today. Oh, man. Pressing. (laughs) So tell us, Pastor, uh, give us the... What is the, the, who's the leader in the home? Well, you know, most, we all should know that it's <laughs> the husband. Um, and I think it becomes a, a, an actual important topic matter because uh, the way society is swinging nowadays are really, uh, their main expression is that we are all, um, pretty much share in the responsibilities of a home, which to one level that's true, but then I think on the flip side, they fail to understand the different roles that a husband is supposed to bring and a wife is supposed to bring. Uh, so much so that when we skew, now this is probably a topic of great controversy, when we skew, when we talk about bringing same-sex marriages and all, when we're talking about from a kingdom of God perspective, the reason why that becomes a rejected notion is because God puts into place uh, a particular order in marriage in the home that, uh, with an expectation of results. Uh, and when you have things that are out of order, it can never produce the results that God was looking for, for, for when we talk about the original intent or the original idea that God had for marriage. So keeping that in mind, understanding if we go back to force to what we've been talking about as far as vision and purpose mm-hmm. in a home uh, and reproducing the image of God in the earth uh, you can't produce that through a same-sex union 
um, because again, it produces it produces nothing. Most people base that upon love, but they fail to understand that God has always been about purpose. And if God has always been about purpose, the things that he create has to produce something. And if there's no production, meaning that what he creates doesn't produce, he sees it as dead. And so he can't recognize it because it can't produce life the way that he intended life to be produced. So when we go back to understand the role of a husband in the house being the leader of that home, the reason why he's there as that leader is because his responsibility is to drive the production of that home. What is it that God has given us? The vision that God has given us as a marriage, a married couple or a marriage team what is my part as that leader of the home or the part of that my part as a leader is to conduct the business of God to help produce what God wanted in that marriage. Right. That was a good answer. No. <laughs> good answer. Drop the mic. Any additional comments from the other hubbies <laughs> in the room? <laughs> I mean, Pastor, Pastor hit it on the head. I mean, that's, that's I mean, that's, I, I really can't add anything to it. I mean, he kind of covered from top <clears> to bottom. Do you have, I guess, let me ask, if is, is there difficulty in your home being the lead? As God has, has, has set the order, do you have difficulty? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, I've, I've, I have a very strong, um, a strong-willed woman as a wife, uh, so that's that's one. Um, two, I had kids out of wedlock, um, so I have to co-parent with another um, strong-minded woman. Um, and then my wife has has uh, kids um, from a previous marriage, so we, you know, it's just a it's just a a group, you know. Sometimes it's a, it's, it's just a group adventure, um, but. It's my home, and those kids live in my home. My wife lives in my home, and I live in my home. So the direction that my family goes in will go by the direction that I decide. Um, and I don't mean that from a tyrannical point of view, but um, like like Pastor said, God has an order to things. Mm -hmm. And as long as my relationship is tight with God, um, and I hear from God, and, and I direct my family in the direction that God wants, that is that is the direction that will go. Awesome. Yeah. Terry. I. Uh, <coughs> As Curtis was talking, I was thinking about the analogy of when we make a major purchase, uh, a big screen TV, let's say, say you're making this purchase and inside this box, of course, is the TV, but more importantly, it's the, the owner's manual. And the parallel that I'm drawing here is we, when, when God, when we reconnect with God, um, after running the streets and running around in the world, we we reconnect. <clears throat> but just like you take a manual out of a box and you plug the TV up, you take the manual, you put it in the kitchen in a drawer and let it and and, and forget about it. And what we've done with the Word of God is is the same. When we try to reconnect with God, we don't go the safest route which is in God's word to find out who he is and what he says about leadership. We, we abandon it. And then when we, we get it, we've been trying to do things on our own, especially men. 
We try to do yeah. things on our own, and it ends up being this this. It's it's just out of order, but you don't realize you're out of order until a higher power or source shows you that you're out of order. A better order. You have to. There's or the a correct there's, order. It is. It's yeah. a, he calls it a new and living way. And if, if you're not plugged into it, man, you can you, you, yeah, yeah. wreak havoc in your home. Yeah, we, we continue to make mistakes uh, of the past of our, you know, I think in our, one of the programs we talked about, the, the looking at our parents as examples. And sometimes if they showed us a faulty example, then we begin to to uh, base our example of marriage or relationships off of those examples. Uh, the sad, sad thing is because many times men have not been taught how to lead their home, and the way they are taught right. is by force. You know, if she don't hear you, you almost have to beat her into submission. But that's that. Right. that oh. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's interesting. You you mentioned those topics, and in the book, it talks about leading versus lording. And all of you three touched on it in some way. It says, many men make the grave mistake to think that ruling over their wife is the same as leading. They are not the same. Although the position as head or leader is identified, it is not amplified in the scriptures. The notion that is given more attention is the command to love the wife. As a leader, men are required to love and not treat their wife in any aberrant way, which includes harshly, bitterly, or abusively. In treating his wife unjustly impedes a man's prayers. So what, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's the, to understand leadership or the leadership uh, according to the kingdom perspective, when we look at how God really intended leaders to behave, it was never to be understood that lordship is leadership. Lordship right. is where I'm in position to make demands. Lordship is in position where uh, I'm in position to uh, cause you to, to submit or serve me. But when you talk about leadership, he always causes a leader to be in a position to serve others mm -hmm. if, if we're doing it from God's perspective. Mm -hmm. um, because leadership in the idea of us serving our wives we have to to be in love. It really requires us to love God first because when I love him, he helps me understand the way he does me is the way I should be doing my spouse. And that becomes the major challenge, I think, for men uh, is trying to understand how to love God because many of us, again, don't understand love, period. We see love only through a sexual, desexualized or sexual act and therefore, it be, creates a misunderstanding or the interpretation of love. And like I said, many times the examples that we have been left within our fathers or other men, men, uh, manly structures have not been the best uh, producers of leadership for us to understand. So when we gauge off of those examples, we always fall short. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But if you don't even have the understanding of what it means from God's perspective, then um, 
you don't understand what that means. No. But the guy also looks at it as you do what I say. Yeah. And that's the impression that the world gives in marriage. So before they even get across the threshold, there is already an issue. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, going back to, and I totally agree with you, because the misunderstanding is me as leader means you supposed to do what I say. Okay, well, Failing to understand that as a leader, I have to find the ways to serve you. See, if I'm serving you, and, and I think what men fail to understand, if a husband loves his wife and serves her, she is going to go out of her way for him regardless because that's her makeup. Right. That is, that's correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's going to go, you know, hell to high water for him because it's like, oh, I know this dude loves me. I, know, I see it. Uh, it's almost like, again, how God does us. He just loves us into submission. Right. <laughs> he does right. so much that it's like, oh, my God. When we transgress, again, against him, we know, like, dang, I, I really can't. Right. I messed up. I got to go and fix That's this. And, and that causes us to submit to God because we want to keep that relationship open and viable because now we see that it is our life. Right. And so his love for us only causes us to submit to him. And submission, ladies, really is nothing more than me saying, I trust you with my life. Right. So I'm willing to, to, to allow you to dictate for me how we're going to walk this thing out together. Mm -hmm. And that becomes another issue in our homes, how many of us trust the leadership of our husbands. Right. And, and I think that's it. Like we talk about leadership, but the, you know, to define leadership is just, you know, you're in, you should be able to inspire the change in your household you that correlates with the direction that God is putting you in. Yeah. So if I ask my wife to submit to me, it's because I've my actions and the fruit that I bear inspire her to go. know that I'm leading our family in the right direction, yep. that, I, that I'm leading our children and our household and our finances and, and everything in the ways of the Lord. Right. And, you know, a lot of times, like the way that I view things in my, in my life and in my house is, is that not everything is my fault, but everything's my responsibility. There you go. And it may not be fair to be my wife's punching bag. It may not be fair to take on the role of, of parenting kids that, I did not have, yeah. but it is my responsibility because I married my wife. That's powerful. I, I, right. I took that on these good. things, yeah. and and fair becomes obsolete. Like I'm not, I'm no longer worried about fairness. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about purpose. I'm worried about destiny. I'm worried about the direction that God is employed <coughs> for me because there there's going to be things in your life that you go through that isn't fair, but it's because you need to be a type of person that in the future. Can handle those things yeah. and you can't right. handle them without the test of of whatever that fire is right. that is put in your life yeah. um so what do you do if if there is that resistance to your leading what do you do well that's where the love comes in because the key word in that whole sentence was command my love isn't dictated on how my wife makes me feel <coughs> you know love isn't my love for my children isn't dictated and they listen to me or not my love is that God commanded me to love them like Christ loved the church. There you go. The church mm -hmm. crucified him. And willing to give his life. Give his life. Yeah. That's right. right. So, like, no matter what my wife does, whether she's questioning my, my pride, 
you know, or what I say, my and I, my my manhood yeah. and my ego gets involved. Yeah. I have to be responsible enough to love her despite how she feels about whatever decision I made, and then also relay that through communication on why I feel it's the right way. Because, like you said, it's not about lordship. It's not about tyranny. It's right. like, all right, look, you trust me. This is the direction we agreed to go on. This is the direction that God has put us on, the path that God has put us on. So if all those things are true, then why are you why are you not on board? Resistant. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. many times I find, and, and, and guys, you can answer this question, and, and, and ladies as well, <coughs> because I think in this, that challenge, just like Kurt is talking, or to the question you're asking, Lenore, I think one of the things we have to understand in these relationships, especially before we get into them, are we equally yoked? See, if if we get into a relationship, and let's say, especially if, if I marry or I'm interested in somebody, and let's say my idea of God is one way, theirs is a different. Right. Or I'm ready to, to serve God and they are not. And like Curtis is saying, let's say that's me as the husband. Okay, I'm serving God and, and I find this woman that she's, you know, she's pretty, she's, and I, I want to marry her, yet I really don't uh, communicate with her prior to this relationship to find out if, if she has a love for God like I do, right? And so now we become unequally yoked, or even afterwards, I get involved with a person only to discover again that, wow, they are not on this level with God like I am. So then what do we do? Because you're right, we can only love them but many times those problems can be avoided if we've had conversation prior, prior to, to you know marriage or yeah prior to us getting in these these shady relationships right that many us now begin we fight for we fight against we have all these issues cuz I'm now trying to lead you and now you don't want to be led because you want to usurp the authority <laughs> and take it over right. you know because again you're doing it according to the flesh and not according to the word of god yeah, you missed that part. And in, yes, and in, well, in previous talks, like we talked, Pastor, it's about seeking God first. Yeah. So if if I'm consumed with the direction and destiny and purpose that God has given me prior to having a relationship with a woman, then I know what I want there from a know. woman. So then when I see some chick and you know her booty fat, like I'm not concerned <laughs> with that because right. that doesn't progress the path that no, no. God is reveal to me put you on right yeah, that's good so but when you only concerned when you only concern with what she can offer you physically yeah in the moment wow. yeah because no matter how fine you are beauty fades <laughs> so when it does fade what do you have left yeah what do you have left do, yeah. do you have somebody that is a helper or do you have somebody who is hindering your pursuit on and what god has purpose and your wow. purpose there yeah, you wow. go it's not your beauty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, um, this this is so uh, uh, there's a cycle here and I'm jumping back to what I the analogy I used about the, the owner's manual when you purchase something this is why it's so important that you find a house meaning a church family that teaches relationship versus yeah. religion yep it, if, if you don't learn how to connect, if you're coming from the outside and, and coming into salvation as a brand new convert and you've been doing things a certain way, it'll, it'll, it'll throw you off and, and, and you, you'll begin to question 
you initially question the commitment uh, of, of uh, being saved and you really, especially men, men struggle with, with that, that whole idea of ego, uh, arrogance, oh, yeah. not understanding that he's the cheerleader mm-hmm. in the home. He yeah. sets the atmosphere in the home. He's supposed to create a place of safety in the home. And and, and the job that I do working with a foster care agency, the first thing that that we ask a child when when I go visit my clients is, are you safe? Do you feel safe? Um, A man should be willing and understand what it means to foster an atmosphere of safety, which causes which causes everyone to want to fall up under his guidance, influence, and leadership um, when he is in his proper place. So I think that's what it creates, uh, a cheerleader. And when you come in and set the right atmosphere, uh, everybody will become uh, little Pied Pipers behind the main piper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and that's like you said, like the, the importance of a church family, because there's levels to this. Man. You know I mean, there's and, and if you don't know, you're going to be on that novice level when you're 40 and when you're 50 and you wondering why, you know, your, your wife or your girlfriend or whatever ain't, you know, she's trying to find somebody else because yeah. she's trying to she's trying to board a train that's going somewhere. On, you right, know what I mean, man. and if she's been right. with you, you know, for 20 years and you still, you know, you consume with. You know what kind of car you drive, or what kind of clothes you got, or what shoes you wearing, or whatever. Like she, like, look, we trying to. I'm trying to build wealth. I'm trying to, you know, give something to my kids. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to go somewhere. Like we, we, we stuck at the station. You know what I mean? But if you're not around people that are going to be honest with you Come and on. teach you and grow you and help you be accountable to the path and the and the purpose that God has given you, then 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 what you doing? You just going, you know, it's just, you just turning church right. into a yeah. club. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you going for the songs That's and the it. dance. That's mm-hmm. it. But you know, one thing that you said, and I think all of us have said it probably at one point in time and on previous shows is you have to seek God first and know where God is leading you. You cannot lead anybody in a direction until you know without a shadow of a doubt where you are going. And and that's that's it. Uh we we have to have direction. We have to because again, you're like like Kurt saying, you know, we're in these relationships. Mm-hmm. And as men as leaders, the main thing is where am I taking you? Yeah. And yeah. and that's why one of the reasons why we stress having these conversations prior to marriage because these young girls and whoever just need ladies period need to know i'm about to, if i'm about to attach my wagon to this horse right. <laughs> where is this horse about to take me right. because right. wherever he goes that's where you going yeah and because the world paints an image that oh it ain't like that y'all all on um you know we all on equal footing we're doing this we're doing that we're going here at the same time you're really not because he has the, the 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 leader again, his job is to lead. Right. He's got to take you somewhere. What what the world is trying to do is erase or eradicate the role of manhood. Yeah. yeah. And so when they're doing that, their whole point is, no, you're not you're not really to lead anymore. We're supposed to make this decision together. Right. 
the only decision we're making together, and it's not, again, like we're saying a tyrannical move, a movement in our home, but it's the idea of if we're going to do this God's way, what does God want? God asks, he requires leadership because like Curtis even said, and it's in the book, because God requires somebody to be responsible yeah. for the vision. Right. Yes. Yes. right. Okay, yes. so just to interject real quick, um, in, in your book, you have uh, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, yeah. and shows the way. Yeah. John yeah. Maxwell. Yeah. And you just said that, but in our four minutes that we have left, <laughs> so if, we, if you do marry, and hey, so they weren't on that page before they got married, but now they are getting your teaching. So how do you, how do you go? How how would you go about saying what what would that that woman to that man to her husband? How do you go about shifting your thought process to okay, all right, let me get on the same page with him because now he he knows the way. And I need to follow him. How do you shift your thought process there? When okay, we just got married because we like each other, right? But now we realize, hey, God does have a plan for this marriage. Mm-hmm. We just happened to, I'm getting, you know, we just happened to walk in that direction. So what happens? What is the what? What advice would you give? First, he's the the first thing is the husband's got to make sure he's still he's on that. Right, so he still has get, to be. Yeah, and what I mean by that. That is from yours, just taking a page from your scenario here. Let's say they just got married. They're in this relationship. Mm -hmm. They both didn't know. She's ready to get on that page, Mm -hmm. but yet he's not on that page. Mm -hmm. Then the whole thing is he's the one who's got to get on the page. Because really, all you can do as a woman, if you're in this marriage and your husband is not on that leadership path, you're stuck until he either gets on that page or he leaves you, whatever the case may be, but you're stuck. <clears throat> Unless you can encourage him as, look, this is what we need to do. But that's the whole point, or get him around men who can encourage him to get on the page. Because really, as the lady, you become stuck because again, there was no research done. You just got into this relationship, like you said, based on liking, or I love him, and <laughs> yeah. now you, you stuck with him, and that's it. Unfortunately, like, <clears throat> unfortunately, there's some truths that are just true, whether you like them or not. And I think, unfortunately, from a woman's perspective, if you are with a man that, you know, is stuck at that station, I don't think there's really anything you can do um, until, like, Pat said, he gets on board because women. Look, right. y'all, women are helpers. You know, what I mean, you're an incubator. You're, you're. I should be able to give my wife the, the. The, the blueprints and her assist me with building that plan. But if I don't supply her with any blueprints, you know, she just twiddling her, her, her pencil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, she started doing everything else. Yeah. She gets busy right. doing everything and, else. And, and that's, right. that's when you see so much conflict right. arise because she, you know, she, that woman wants to be led in this example, wants to be led and wants, you know, wants purpose. She's like, yo, you know, God telling you to where we're going. So, you know, I'm waiting right. for you. Right. I mean, so if you're not, then I'm just going to seek it out myself. So I'm going to seek it out in the, the book club. I'm going to seek it out with the guy that there I met at the does. club that or looks like he's going somewhere. Or yeah. a church. Or a church. Or, a church. or, or church. you know, I'm going to dive into this <laughs> ministry and that right. ministry. Yep. Right. Yep. So, right. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first thing, I think, to make sure he's on. But let's say he is on page and she isn't. Uh, or she's ready to get on page, like you were asking. Then the idea is really she still has to go to God first 
to, I think, clear or alleviate uh, old habits. Right. Because women have the tendency, Trust. again, if they ain't been led, they going to try to take over. And right. <laughs> right. It's a natural thing. Oh, yeah. Look oh, at the yeah. Garden of Eden. Yeah. Because Adam didn't step into his place. Lee, Eve, Eve actually stepped, stepped into the leadership yeah, role. Absolutely. Because when she turned around to him, hey, eat this. Yeah. She became the leader. Right. He followed. He followed. Right. And that's the problem in many of our homes. When men back up from leading, the wife usually steps in. Right. And the reason why we have the conflicts that go on is because many times he's still trying to be a man mm-hmm. from a leader, from a from follower a point standpoint. of view. And it's, it's creating this friction in the house because she's used to leading. So she ain't going to – she ain't advocating that throne that court. Right. You know, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, exactly. You're not stepping down from it. Yeah. So we both got to go back to the throne room. We need to start this again and and get back on the page, the right page, to understand what is my role. How do I get back in the place? Right. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this discussion. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program. To contact us with questions or information on how to purchase our book, or if you would like to know information about our marriage boot camps, you can go to our site at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com.